I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewis.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishnewis.substack.com and on my blog, kolhasridim.blogspot.com on January 26th, 2023, and the title of the article is Bo, the Jewish Lunar Calendar as Anti-Egyptian Polemic. My learning of Sefer Shemos this year has been enhanced by two relatively new publications. The first is Founding God's Nation, Reading Exodus, published in 2021 by Leon R. Cass. Following in the footsteps of The Beginning of Wisdom, Reading Genesis, published in 2003, Cass weaves a masterful analysis of the text using the wisdom-seeking approach of the great book's tradition. For a summary of his methodology, see my 2017 article, Musings on the Academic Approach. The second publication is The Koran Tanakh of the Land of Israel, published in 2020, translated by Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs and edited by David Arnovitz under the auspices of Rabbi Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinreb. The running commentary consists of short articles on Egyptology, archaeology, philology, geography, and more, accompanied by vibrant photos, illustrations, and diagrams. This is a perfect resource for those who are interested in supplementing their Torah study with modern scholarship within the framework of orthodoxy. In Shemos 12.1, the children of Israel are commanded to observe a lunar calendar. Cass explains the significance. Quote, Time in Israel will have a new basis and a new meaning. With sun worship defeated and left behind in Egypt, Israel gets a calendar that will no longer be based on the sun's revolutions in the heavens or the correlated seasons of the year and the earthly sproutings and harvests they provide. This seemingly unprecedented innovation completes the Bible's quiet but insistent polemic against living in thrall to the sun, the moon, and the stars, and the earth. The very beginning of Genesis had demoted the sun to a mere marker for the pre-existing day and for seasons. It instituted instead a regular weekly seventh day, the Sabbath, independent of lunar change and commemorating instead the creation and its creator. Similarly here, the annual calendar is redefined in commemoration of a historical rather than a natural event. The target is no longer Babylonian moon time, but Egyptian sun and earth time. End quote. In contrast, Dr. Neria Klein's article in the Koran Tanakh underscores our calendar's non-revolutionary character. Quote, the order of the months begins with Nisan, which is referred to throughout the Tanakh as the first month, as in Leviticus 23.5. The biblical calendar is similar to the standard Akkadian calendar in use in Assyria and Babylon, where the first month was called Nisanu, parallel to the Hebrew month Nisan, and the second month was called Ayaru, parallel to the Hebrew month Iyar. Likewise, the Hebrew month of Marcheshvan is parallel to the Akkadian month Arasamna, which means the eighth month, and again implies that Nisan is the first of the months, end quote. On the surface, Klein's evidence would appear to undermine Cass's theory. Cass characterizes the Jewish calendar as a, quote, seemingly unprecedented innovation, a radical departure from, end quote, a radical departure from the other calendrical systems which prevailed at the time. He understands the Torah's rejection of the solar year to be part of its silent campaign against Egypt and its Avodah idolatry. Klein, on the other hand, endeavors to show the contrary, that the Jewish calendar is not radical, but typical. It would seem that Klein has the upper hand here, considering Cass's methodological aversion to relying on outside sources, such as anthropological data. Cass explains the reasoning behind this controversial view of his in his preface. Quote, like any great book, Exodus carries its persuasive power in itself. Access to the truths it might contain does not require prior faith, prior traditional or religious commitments, or reliance on outside authorities. End quote. What are we to make of this discrepancy? Does Cass's theory still hold up in light of Klein's evidence? 
In my opinion, the answer is yes. Cass's theory can still be valid and can coexist with Klein's Assyriological evidence. Even though the lunar calendar existed in other ancient cultures, it was new to the Jews in Egypt. If one is willing to accept the notion that Hashem took institutions which, inst which existed in contemporaneous cultures and incorporated them into Torah, imbuing them with new meanings in line with its own agendas, such as korbanos, sacrifices as explained by the Ramam in the Guide for the Perplexed 332, or mila, circumcision, which the Korin Tanakh contributors demonstrate was practiced in ancient Egypt, then Hashem certainly could have repurposed the Akkadian calendar as a weapon in the arsenal of Judaism's war against Egyptian idolatry and culture. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.